I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in our number three Clay Travis Buck Sexton show spanning the country. I'm in L.A. Super Bowl going to be taking place out here on Sunday. Buck is in New York City. There are so many different stories that have broken during the course of today's program and earlier today that we have been discussing. Many of them, unfortunately, not positive. Inflation has hit 7.5 percent. That is the highest rate in 40 years, going all the way back to 1982, was the last time inflation was as high as it is today. The number of blue states that have ended their mask mandate on some level continues to grow or have announced that they will soon end their mask mandate. Connecticut, New Jersey, Delaware, New York, Illinois, Oregon, Nevada, during the course of today's program, has ended its mask mandate and ended mask mandates in school People are running scared because they are looking even at CNN, which has Joe Biden with a 41 percent approval rating, 58 percent of people disapproving. And to put that into context for you, when Biden has lost CNN, that is not ideal. Here is the trajectory. In September, Joe Biden's approval rating in a CNN poll, 52 percent. October, 50 percent. November, 48%. And now here, as we are sitting in the beginning of February, he has fallen down to 41%. It is a free-for-all falling situation for Joe Biden. And there's really no strategy at play here. Biden, while we were live on the air in the first couple of hours, addressed the current situation, the inflation numbers and more. What is his answer? His suggestion is let's spend more money, build back better, still makes sense. According to Joe Biden, it is a floundering failure of a Biden presidency. Here he was a little bit earlier trying to address 
all of these calamities. This does not raise anyone's, if you're making less than $400,000, you're not paying a single penny more in taxes. Not a single penny more in taxes. And it does not increase the deficit because it's paid for. It's fully paid for. Can we understand this, this everybody? Mess. It's madness. First of all, inflation is really the most regressive of taxes because no it eats away at the earnings and the buying power of those who are dependent upon wages and don't have assets, aren't piling money into the stock market, aren't watching their home values, uh, home prices, you know, currently going up all over the place. So it's hurting people, the decision to spend this money in this way and, and to spend even more money, given what we're seeing. And then also the promise that it's paid for, that's never true, right? I mean, if, if, if they could just look at the history of what ends up happening and and who ends up picking up the tab for these things, you're going to have companies that will do uh, less hiring. You're going to have individuals that will do less investing and starting of businesses. And they're talking about a massive tax raise that simply can't be paid for, Clay, only by people making more than $400,000 a year. But this is how they sell it. They push it through. No one actually reads the text of the bill. But I think that people are recognizing that he just doesn't have the political capital right now to get this through. You mentioned Joe Manchin before the Democrat party is not in a position to get this build back better done. And so it just turns into empty talking points and more class warfare rhetoric from a guy who pretends to be Scranton Joe on the choo-choo train all the time on Amtrak. But as we know, lives in mansions is worth what? $15 million at least that we know of. Never mind that. Never mind the ten percent from the big guy from Hunter. Of. You know, yeah, that's right. Look, Buck, I don't even know what Biden does at this point. Let's just kind of walk through the scenarios that he's facing. Worst border crossings ever. Murder rates for police officers that are the highest in over twenty-five years. Murder rates in many big cities hitting all-time highs. COVID is right now massively more significant in terms of cases on this date than it was a year ago on the same date. Deaths are higher with COVID than they were a year ago on this same date. And the Build Back Better, as we talked about earlier, Joe Manchin has basically said inflation is so bad, it's at a 40-year high that he's not going to support any more governmental spending until we get our house in order. And so we've got this decision with the Supreme Court, which I think will distract for a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be some sort of fundamentally politically game altering situation because it's a Republican. I mean, it's a Democrat uh, appointed Stephen Breyer getting replaced by a Democrat appointed justice like he's floundering in a way that we haven't seen a president flounder in many of our lives. Yeah, whoever the pick is for the Supreme Court from Biden is going to get through, basically. I mean, Republicans might push on some issues and do a little bit of grandstanding, a little bit of, uh, you know, asking about judicial philosophy. But as I've said, it's going to get through uh, this uh, uh, candidate's going to get through with some Republican votes, too. It's not even going to be a party. I think that's like it's going to you're going to see a number. I would say probably four or five Republicans would go along with it. Um, And and so then the rest can vote against it, knowing that it's going to sail through. It doesn't really matter anyway. Uh, So I, I think that Biden is looking for something now. I do think the pivot to health care will be interesting because, you know, Republicans, I, I know it's, you know, it, it's never uh, preaching to the to the choir when as a, as a member of the conservative side of things, you start talking about how we lack 
how we're lacking messaging appeal or we're not saying what needs to be said. What is the GOP message on health care right now? What are they saying about it? Remember, we we're going to have repeal in place. Didn't really get through under Trump. We got the skinny repeal version that didn't even really get through. We got rid of the individual mandate. But Democrats are going to have to come up with something. And health care costs are a place where they can pick up, I think, a bit of ground here. I think that's so I, I hope that GO, the GOP, I hope the RNC have something in the tank for this one, have have something on the shelf, because otherwise we're going to get caught unaware because they need something, Clay. They're going to have to pull some kind of a move for Biden and the Democrats to avoid annihilation. Yeah, we talked about if you were advising the Biden administration as the midterms come closer, I think they're hoping that the Supreme Court wipes out Roe v. Wade. I've predicted that I don't think they will. I think they'll allow the Mississippi bill to become law, which basically drops down abortion from 23 or 24 weeks where it is now to 15 weeks. And if you actually look at the data, the number of abortions that are happening inside of that window are not very substantial, but it's a big battleground. I don't think they'll allow Texas, but that to me is kind of the Hail Mary for the Democratic Party because they're going to go after suburban women and say, yeah. oh, you're, you're the abortion. But remember, issue. They, they, they tried the war on women issue with Kavanaugh and it actually backfired. backfired. It actually yeah. probably cost Democrats control of the Senate in that cycle. There were a handful or a couple of, of Senate seats that likely went with the Republican, stayed with or switched to Republican because it was so ugly and so dishonest what they did to Kavanaugh. And I remember I mean, the, the, the polling inside of West Virginia or Senator Manchin during that, something like 70% of West Virginians or 80% of West Virginians, for example, were, and that's obviously why Manchin, you know, Manchin voted for uh, for confirmation. So I don't think the Supreme Court's going to be their issue. I think that they're hoping the media will carry a lot of water for them. Nobody thinks that January 6th is going to do anything other than keep people who watch CNN and MSNBC entertained with their delusions of the coup that might come at any moment or, you know, the, the constant threat of white supremacy there's just there's there's not a lot that they can point to that isn't a disaster. And now on the other side of the messaging as well, I mean the the border needs to wait. We have remember Joe. I think Joe Scarborough actually even Clay check this out. He's even just, acknowledging it. Just because Joe Scarborough says it doesn't mean it's not true. Everybody, I have to I have to preface this. Just because Scarborough says it, as loathsome as many of his ideas have been in recent years, doesn't mean he's wrong. He's right. On both of these issues, he's trying to preach to Democrats, listen. This is going to be a huge issue uh, in 2022. And uh, from what I've seen, Democrats are way behind the ball on this issue. Of course, people get angry. They'll send tweets. <laughs> I don't care. If if you're a Democrat and you're and you're in one of those swing districts in, in the House, crime better be the top issue one of the top issues that you're talking about and and getting crime down because this is the issue uh that's on people's mind and another issue that's on people's mind in those swing districts that democrats don't want to talk about don't shoot me i'm only the piano player the southern border democrats never talk about that that's on swing voters mind now he's right clay but the part of this that's left out that he won't tell the msnbc audience is that the Democrats can't talk about those issues because the only logical fixes to those issues go completely counter what they've been pushing for years now. I think the Democratic House is on fire. And Republicans 
just have to avoid getting caught in the flames themselves, right? Because this is a referendum on the first two years of the Biden presidency. Midterms are always a referendum on the existing president. And so Democrats, look, there's nothing good that they, that, uh, that they can sell. But Republicans have to avoid getting the fire spread to them so the Democrats can argue, oh, the whole place is on fire and Democrats and Republicans are equally to blame. Because I do think that will be one of the other angles that Biden will probably try to address because the overall congressional approval rating is even lower than his. Now, the reality is people tend to like their own congressman and hate everybody else, right? That's kind yeah. of the way that polling in this situation results. But if you're Biden and your numbers are at 41%, they may try to argue, well, this is a do-nothing Democratic uh, Congress because of Republicans. I don't think that works. But again, don't light yourself on fire is the strategy for Republicans at this point. I also think that there's one thing that they would have tried if they could which was the Obama refrain after the 2010 midterms of obstruction, obstruction. They they would be making, they, they try that a little bit now, and that's why they discussed getting rid of the filibuster and all the rest of it. But the belief was that Obama was competent in the role, and it was those big, bad, mean Republicans standing in his way. It doesn't work that way now because Democrats aren't even going along with Biden and there's not a belief in Biden's competency, even from within their own party. So that would be they would do the obstruction, all screaming and crying about that. But it doesn't work because you can't even get all the Democrats in the Senate to go along and everyone thinks Joe Biden's a clown. So we'll come back into all that. We've also got Jake Beckett joining us. We I think we jumped the gun on the timing there a little bit, but he'll be joining us in a few minutes. Uh, he is running for Senate in Arkansas. We'll talk to him about the Super Bowl uh, folks in the military who are being relieved of duty and and i'm sorry fired from duty i should say for not getting the vaccine we'll get into all that in a few moments every time you make an online purchase you're putting your online identity at risk depending on what site or what app you're making a purchase on there are varying layers of online security involved when you create an account or type in your credit card info you're at risk online identity theft is a real thing and every time you hear or read about a data breach from one company or another that notion is reinforced good thing there's lifelock this is a company that offers best-in-class online identity theft protection. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. That's just one example. If they detect your information has been compromised, they'll send you an alert. I've been a LifeLock customer for years. You should be too. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use promo code BUCK for up to 25% off. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks. 
with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another healthcare provider. Healthlock.com. Healthlock.com. We all want crime to end, right? Doesn't everyone want to see safe streets and the end of the rise in everything from shoplifting to shootings all across the country? Right? Isn't that bipartisan? Can't we all agree on that? Welcome back to the Clay and Buck Show. I, I sit here and ask the question aloud because you'd like to answer yes. But if you pay attention to what Democrats think and believe... You can't really answer yes, because they're not serious about stopping this stuff. We talked with you. Clay brought this up a couple of days ago. Uh, We told you all across the country about the reality of the Reverend Al not being able to buy toothpaste at the (laughs) local store without it being under literal lock and key. And I can confirm as someone who lives in Midtown Manhattan in New York City, that is my reality of my corner store, too. Under lock and key, razor blades, chocolate, which really I'm a big chocolate eater too much. Probably. What really is the resale me. market of like chocolate and also oh, of toothpaste? You like can, how much money can you make man, you on can the street selling crest. chocolate? You can move some Ghirardelli squares like like nobody's business, man. It's not hard. That Those, those things are like cigarettes in prison. They so, melt. They melt. I would think it has a, a relatively short shelf life. I, I'm just telling these are the the, the now, I know I know it's crazy steal, the easiest to steal items uh, or rather the easiest to resell items are what is always getting stolen razor blades obviously because it's small and they're expensive right a little package of That's razor right. blades is like 35 40 bucks and that York, makes sense 
But so here's here's where we are, though. The Reverend Al says that. And notice how we sit here. The Reverend Al probably disagrees with Clay and me on, you know, 90 percent of stuff, maybe 95. But he says something that's fair and smart and we give credit for it. And one of the reasons is because not all Democrats are even willing to go to that place. The New York Times' own Nicole Hannah-Jones, who is the lead author of the historically inaccurate uh, or riddled with historical inaccuracies 1619 project. Uh, And she tweeted this out in response to the Reverend Al saying he doesn't like that he can't buy toothpaste that's not under lock and key. I think that's something we could all agree on. I feel like all Americans want to be able to walk into a store, Clay, and here, here is, this was in response, by the way, to the story initially was the New York Post had a story about a guy walked into Trader Joe's and shoplifted 10 steaks, just, just filled them in a bag and walked out. It's probably, you know, a couple of hundred dollars worth of produce. Nicole Hannah-Jones responds to the Reverend Al in this way. This drumbeat for continued mass incarceration is really horrific to watch. A person stealing steak is not national news. And there have always been thefts from stores. This is how you legitimize the carceral state. Just let every that that's what she wrote. Just let everyone steal all the stuff, Clay. No big deal. Well, I don't think there's anybody out there right now who's living in a city that is willing to argue that in modern 21st century life, we have ever seen the degree of theft that is occurring right now. And so it's interesting that she considers that anecdotal story not to be news. But anytime there's any anecdotal story that furthers her agenda, even if it is an outlier and not representative of what's all actually going on in the country, she jumps behind it. Look, there is, when you see this story, that is an anecdote that reflects the larger reality of what's going on in cities. Reverend Al didn't make up that you have to ask, you can well validate it, that you have to ask someone to unlock toothpaste to allow you to buy it in new york city right now that's madness right that is absolutely crazy and we have all known and we have seen all of these big companies have to acknowledge that theft has become a major issue really when did this start buck june of 2020 yep june of 2020 late may as all of these protests started people were looting they were rioting as a part of the mostly peaceful protests all over this country and now as we come up on the two-year anniversary of george floyd It's still going, and we haven't reversed the tide of what began then. Piece up on Fox News Opinion at foxnews.com right now, written by yours truly. The legacy of BLM and defund is more dead cops and more crime. And I make the case with the numbers. You can go check it out. No doubt. And as we go check it out, you know who takes care of a lot of historical inaccuracy? We were just talking about the 1619 Project and how wrong it is about the guys and girls at Hillsdale College. They have a couple of really important messages. One is educating and properly preparing the undergrads and grad students on their campus for a life ahead. The second is explaining and defending our nation's freedoms. It's what set our nation apart since we declared independence in 1776. One way they do it is by sharing all of their uh, all of their great historical knowledge with as many people as they can. They're even sending out right now free constitutions. This is great if you have kids. Maybe you haven't looked at the Constitution for a while yourself. To get yours, go to clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. You can get your copy of the Constitution. clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. That's clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. 
Welcome back in Thursday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast. Help us set a new all-time high in February. Right at 12 million downloads in January, the most all-time. We obviously love all of our 400-plus affiliate stations for this program, but also love what we're seeing in terms of an on-demand audio listening environment as many of you continue to share the show and have fun with it. Bringing in now Jake Paquette. He is a former NFL player. He's been in the armed forces. He is running for the Senate in Arkansas. And, uh, Jake, I'll start with this. I'm out in L.A. for the Super Bowl. Which side of the equation do you like here? Do you like the Rams? Do you like the Bengals? Uh, how would you assess the two teams here before we get into the political situation in Arkansas and beyond? Well, first of all, I hope you brought your mask out west, Clay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, I, uh, I, I, Jake, I've we're worried that there's it. like the old west, uh, you know, wanted posters out for the unvaxxed bandit yeah. known as, tra- as Clay Travis. But anyway. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, burn that sucker. I uh, I'm going to go for the Bengals. You know, I, I uh, look. I, I haven't been. I've been a very outspoken critic of the NFL. Uh, but if you're going to force me to make a choice, I'll, I'll go with the Bengals. Go for the underdog. Um, I, I think they are the the team of destiny this year. I like Joe Burrow. It's good to see two former SEC quarterbacks getting after it. Um, so I'll, I'll go for the Bengals. Uh, Jake, now let's dive into the larger political environment. What are you hearing from people in Arkansas? I had a great time, great experience in Fayetteville, all over the state of Arkansas. We were there for the Arkansas-Texas game, one of the, I think the biggest crowd ever in Razorback Stadium there. I love being able to interact with football fans because it really feels like the heartbeat of America very often, particularly college football fans. What are you hearing from your potential constituents the most as you travel the state of Arkansas and run for the Senate there? Well, first of all, it was great to have you in Fayetteville for that game. And, you know, Arkansas just had a big basketball victory. We just knocked off number one Auburn. I saw that. And a heck of a heck of a storming of the court scene there uh, in Fayetteville over that win. That was a big one for Eric Musselman. A- absolutely. And that's where I was going. You know, we've, we've had two, you know, we, we stormed the field after the UT game. We stormed the court after the Auburn victory. And I, I tr- I'm so proud of SEC country because, we have been holding the line on this COVID tyranny from the beginning. Yep. You know, I, I think we've led the charge. We've led the fight to restore some sanity to this country because you, know, you can't escape the images on TV. People around the country and, you know, in Los Angeles and New York and D.C., they're seeing all these SEC stadiums fully packed. They're seeing students packed into the student sections, having a great time. You see them storming the field in Fayetteville at Razorback Stadium or in Bud Walton Arena. And it just, it never made sense with these draconian lockdowns and mask mandates and vaccine passports that, that their reality was in, in those coastal liberal elite cities. So look, in Arkansas, people are fed up. They're angry. They're ready to take our country back. That's part of the reason why I'm running for the U.S. Senate is because there really is a huge gap between the beating heart of the grassroots, the base of the Republican Party and these establishment career politician rhinos who were in D.C. And part of the reason why I'm running is to close that gap. We're speaking to Jake Beckett, former Army Ranger and uh, former NFL player running for Senate in Arkansas. Jake, as you've seen, no doubt, uh, some members of the military have been fired, have been have been kicked out for vaccine refusal. And that's coming right before, of course, we have a lot of vaccine mandate and mask mandate uh, 
essentially suspensions going on, right? They're, they're stopping at least for a period of time some of these programs in a lot of states, uh, the blue states. You don't have to worry about this in Arkansas the same way. What do you think should be done for the folks? And, and if you were to be in the Senate, what would you like to see the federal government do for anyone who's been involuntarily separated from and or you know, fired from the military for vaccine refusal? Well, this is an issue that is near and dear to my heart. I was recently a rifle platoon leader in the 101st Airborne Division. And look, some of the bravest and best soldiers that I ever served with are being forced out of the military. Some have already been fired due to these insane, tyrannical vaccine mandates. Um, you know, if, if I'm elected to the U.S. Senate, I will lead the fight to either restore these troops to active duty status with full back pay or just give them the the money and the retirement they are owed as if they were never fired. It's an absolutely ridiculous situation that we're in, that we are firing some of the most elite troops in this country, including Navy SEALs, Green Berets, you know, some of the, some of the bravest Americans, um, you know, some of our bravest fellow citizens who have sacrificed so much for this country, laid it all on the line. And look, I, I, just one story anecdotally, I'm a, a good friend of mine is Marine. He came home from Kabul, Afghanistan. He was part of that botched withdrawal in Afghanistan. The Biden administration just completely screwed up. And upon returning, after serving his country over in Afghanistan, upon returning, he was forced to retire from the military because of the vaccine mandate. You know, it, it, it's, it's absolutely insane. I'm never going to stand for it. I salute some of the, you know, one of the few brave U.S. senators, Ron Johnson, who has been, um, you know, holding the administration accountable. He's, uh, you know, bringing some very interesting information to light. I'll leave it at that. Um, and I, I think there's going to be a critical mass of new leaders in Washington who are going to expose the fraud uh, and the absolute lies that the American people have been told. And our watchword has to be accountability. Accountability for Dr. Fauci, these unelected bureaucrats, and the corrupt politicians in both parties who have imposed this COVID tyranny upon America. Jake, uh, by the way, we're going to have Dr. Uh, sorry, Senator Ron Johnson on tomorrow with us. He's been a great guest on Clay and Buck, obviously running for reelection in the state of Wisconsin uh, here coming up in November. You just mentioned Dr. Fauci. We've had Rand Paul on the show. Uh, obviously, Rand is a doctor, and he has said that we should hold Dr. Fauci accountable. If you're elected to the Senate from Arkansas, and we're talking to Jake Paquette, former NFL player, former Arkansas Razorback, also a soldier, what would you consider accountability for Dr. Fauci to look like as a senator from Arkansas if you have the ability to be asking him questions? Look, I I think he should be held accountable. Look, he he should first and foremost be brought before, before hearings in both the House and the Senate I was among the first to sign the Michael Knowles uh, pledge to hold Dr. Fauci accountable to, um, if elected, reduce his salary to zero. He should be paid nothing by the American taxpayer. And quite frankly, I think he belongs in prison. I I think he should be liable to criminal prosecution for the lies he has told to the American people, for the untold damage that has been done to our country, the small businesses that have been shuttered, lives that have been shattered, young people. Uh, who have been driven to drug abuse and societal disruption. Uh, It's totally insane that the children across this country, I I think a story that hasn't been told enough is the the complete collapse in achievement 
um, among standardized test scores across the country. Uh, you know, the, some of these left-leaning outlets have been have begun to let some of this information trickle out. Um, but but I think the last couple of years have been an absolute disaster for the progress, the intellectual and social development of so many young children across this country, and the consequences of which are going to reverberate for years to come. And so, as I said again, accountability is the watchword, and I think that includes uh, you know possible imprisonment. Jake, what's your site for folks who want to learn more about you and your race for the Senate in Arkansas? So my website is jakebeckett.com. That's J-A-K-E-B-E-Q-U-E-T-T-E, jakebeckett.com. Join our movement. We have supporters from all 50 states, all 75 Arkansas counties. Look, this is a, this is a movement. It's not just in Arkansas. It's all over the country. People are they're looking for, they're starving for younger, bolder, more dynamic leaders who are going to be conservative warriors, not just Republicans who have an R next to their name, jakebeckett.com. Jake, thanks so much. Great to have you. Thanks, Buck. Thanks, Buck. The best name in men's underwear and everyday loungewear is clear, folks. Tommy John. When you're wearing Tommy John's underwear, you're that much more comfortable. So you can do everything better with dozens of of innovations and comfort. Once you've tried Tommy John, you're never going back to whatever brand you used to rely on. Tommy John's innovations are numerous. Take one of the most popular men's underwear designs, their hammock pouch design. It's an air mesh interior hammock made with moisture-wicking fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. Plus, the legs never ride up, and Tommy John underwear comes with a non-rolling waistband for the perfect fit. You can understand why Tommy John doesn't just have customers. They have fanatics, and we're proudly two of them. Fanatics that call Tommy John's hammock pouch one of life's greatest inventions. With over 17 million pairs sold, men across America love their Tommy John underwear. Get 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash buck. Go to TommyJohn.com slash buck right now for 20% off. That's TommyJohn.com slash buck. See site for detail. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? 
HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another healthcare provider. Healthlock.com. Healthlock.com. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes, Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, everybody. We're closing up shop today, but if you missed any part of the show, be sure to catch it on the podcast. What was the number last month, Clay? Podcast downloads? Just shy of 12 million podcast uh, downloads. And look, we love all our affiliates, and we want to set a new record in February but that is roughly quadruple the number uh, that we were doing. I think it's like five times the number that we were doing when we started back in yeah. in June. And this so is our I, way of saying that's pretty phenomenal. Thank you thank to you. all of you who are downloading it and who listen to us. And, you know, it's great. You know, you catch 30, 30 minutes or so, an hour, whatever you can on your local affiliate. And if you miss anything, you always go back and listen to it on the uh, on demand on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcast. So. Please go back and check that out. Also, remember, if you're active on the social media, you got uh, Clay loves to do the tweeting on Twitter. Check out uh, Facebook.com <laughs> slash Buck Sexton. Um, I'm posting some videos and things there. And if you haven't checked out uh, the FoxNews.com uh, opinion piece I wrote on BLM, please do. Just go to Fox News Opinion. Check it out. And, Clay, tomorrow, I mean, we are we are racked and stacked in terms of guests right now. We've got, oh, gosh, Dr. Marty McCary. On yes. natural immunity. Turns out natural immunity kind of a big is deal. really good. Kind of a big deal. Very durable, very helpful, very effective. And they just suppressed it because they're anti-science totalitarians and, you know, Fauci and the rest of them. We got Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. I feel, did you convince him to run for re-election, Clay? I feel like I he said so. it. And then he did it. I hope I had an impact because it takes true bravery for him to be throwing the punches that he has been filled with truth, accuracy, and scientific basis and reality on COVID because he's been one of the guys, Buck, that has been most readily attacked by left-wing COVID Corona bro losers, right? And he needs to win in Wisconsin. And I know we got a monster audience in Milwaukee that listens to us every day. We're number one in that market. And you guys need to turn up in a huge magnitude 
to support him this November and make sure that he gets reelected. And just just because he's great, he's our buddy, and he always has insightful things to say. We got our friend Will Kane from Fox News joining yes. as well. Talk about. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you guys are going to do the whole. You know, the football discussion thing of the football watching <laughs> folks. I feel like I have to watch Bowl. the Super Bowl Sunday just, you know, because uh, I'm an American and I guess I got to watch the Super Bowl. So I feel like I'm a part of this whole thing. But uh, you guys can have a whole talk about that. We've also got other things to discuss, to be sure, with Will Kane, who'll be joining us. We're excited about all of that. Uh, we got another Williamson County. You, you know, look at this, Clay. Williamson County, Tennessee. My home place. Here. Our buddy Jerry's calling in. What's up, Jerry? Hey, guys, thanks for your voices. Uh, Clay laid out a list for the Dems midterm strategy. I'd like to add one. Uh, I believe the Ukraine-Russia threat of war with Milley's estimate of possible 85,000 troops won't happen, and they will credit their great diplomacy for saving thousands mm. of lives. Yeah, probably. And, they, that's actually, I think you're right. If, if there is no war, they're going to act like Biden stopped the war. Save, even save though, the war from yeah, happening. Yeah, that's a good, good point, Jerry, because Clay... You know, it really depends on what Putin thinks he can get out of this. I think that Biden, no matter what, was going to be essentially a backseat player in it. It's just Biden in that seat instead of Trump makes it feel like Putin can push a lot further, a lot faster. That's that's the difference. But it wasn't going to be a a decider one way or the other. Forty one percent approval, according to that CNN poll, which is probably exaggerated, right? Fifty eight percent disapproval. Buck, do you have any confident that confidence that if we get the red wave that we anticipate getting in 2022, that Joe Biden has any possibility of digging himself out of a hole? You know, we saw it happen with Clinton in 94. We saw it happen with Obama in 2010. They at least had the political savvy to pull themselves out of the gigantic hole they were in. I don't think Biden does remotely have that chance. If Biden was able to pivot get serious and essentially co-opt a bunch of Republican ideas that are popular enough with independents and with enough Democrats that he could he could put. But you and the Clinton triangulation, whatever you want to call it. I think there's no chance he does that because, first of all, he doesn't have the political capital. And second of all, he's dealing with a lunatic, commie riddled Democrat party now. I mean, they have completely shifted to the far left. And the, 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 some of the, the vanguard, if you will, of the Democrat Party, some of the most powerful voices within it are, are just talking about crazy stuff. I mean, it's, it's insane. They focus on the climate change and the, the support that they went through for defund police, all these ideas, the open border situation. So I, I think they're, they're in for uh, a lot of trouble. But what I do think could happen, though, I wonder, I'll throw this your way. Uh, if it is the red wave that we hope for and are going to push for all the time, and I want Ember to know also, we're going to push Republicans after they win. Like, I don't want any of this. We have a red wave. And then it's all, hmm, we should all be nice to Fauci now. You know, no. No, I want no. Fauci hung. Uh, hung is the wrong word. I want him held accountable. Not, I don't want him hung. I want him to continue to be able to live. I want him held accountable. And I'm afraid that there will be some push to just say, hey, let's pretend none of this ever happened. No, 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 no. We need a 9-11 style commission. We need Republicans in control of the House and the Senate to find out how COVID happened and to hold the highest paid taxpayer funded bureaucrat in our entire industry, Dr. Fauci, accountable. If, if it is the red wave, we'll have to see if that pushes Biden toward the step down maneuver that many of us have thought was going to be the game plan all along. Because at least then they could say there's a change, there's a shift. They could even say it was because of health reasons, and which is totally plausible when you're basically 80, right? But I, I wonder what they're going to do. 
Could then Kamala step into the role? How does that all play out? But in the meantime, we'll have to see. Ron in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. We got about a minute. Ron, what's up? Cool. I'll make it quick. Who's the most annoying Democrat you know you should do a survey? Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, Alexandria Acostia, or Biden's favorite bird dog girl, Jen Psaki? She just covers him. She's a bully. She abuses the press corps so average people go, why'd she say that? If we were in elementary school, she'd be the spoiled little brat. Everybody hated. That's my point. You should do a survey, though. Top 10 annoying Democrats. I got to tell you, I don't. I th- thank you so much, Ron. Interesting question. I don't have a most annoying Democrat front of mind, although P- Pelosi does really bug me in a deep way. I, I don't know. Saki's not the top 10 worst. I'm just going to say it. Maybe I like redheads, but Saki's not the worst. Well, and she's got an almost impossible job. She has to try to defend the idiocy of the Biden administration every day. And that's really difficult to do when you got a 58% disapproval rating, even by CNN. Look, I'm just going to say. I think it's Fauci. He's probably. I think it's Fauci. Fauci. I think he's yes. the most, uh, most annoying I think of him Democrat. as the worst person in America, not the worst Democrat. Yeah. But, you know, Jen Psaki, indoor scarf, some white claws. I'm sure she's fun company. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Anyway, you and the scarves. 